Happy New Year! Oh, I haven't fixed my cam. I'm all overexposed. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Happy New Year! Stream issues! Yay! Uh, oh, I'm as God. bright as ever. Like <laughs> like the sun blaring into my face. Hello! <laughs> Hello! It is 2021 Hi. and we are still here, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Much against what everyone was thought it was going to be, it's not 2020 plus. That's not happening. No, not a new game plus. It's not twenty twenty two. I I I, I thought I heard boss music, but it was just people blowing up fireworks <laughs> outside. So it was alright. I started hearing Primal Dagger music from Missy Dungeon. I got scared. Oh, lovely. Anyway, we'll play the intro and then we can just get into it. All right, here we go. Hi, we're back. Hi. So, <laughs> oh man, what a weird, weird, weird start. So, yeah. Hi, happy New Year. Um, Merry twenty twenty one. I hope it goes. It's something, there's something. Yamper falling over. There's a yeah. There's all. I mean, every every house should have a yamper falling over. Look, this yamper is different to other yampers. Okay, this yamper's special. What's special about this yamper? It's right. It's... <laughs> oh, oh no! Can I show off the yamper? So, can I show off the name? So, this is Mash. Ah. <laughs> oh my god! And he's the most adorable yamper in the world. And he sits above the monitors, watching over Raleigh to make sure he's okay every single instant. And one ear is up and one ear is down, which is he's half at attention, yeah. which is something I, yeah. that, something I can relate to. I'm half listening half the time, and then half. Of probably thinking about food um yeah I mean, so uh all right well uh there's not a lot happening ag wise because it is a new year and and well actually no i did i did i did put a thing in the discord okay i did i did put a thing in the discord uh coming out next week there will be some tweets and that just to reintroduce everyone from the team who is currently on the team yeah. what their big thing they want to try and do in 2021 is some links and things so that you can get to know these wonderful people and cinder and <laughs> what you thought 2021 was going to be any better that this is the I mean, this is yeah. the new game plus i get 10 times worse <laughs> You know what? You know what we've forgotten to do. What? Hi, my name's Cinder. Yeah, we haven't. And I'm joined by Bees. We haven't <laughs> introduced ourselves. Hello. Uh, I'm Cinder. He's Bees, and we're all going to hell. Oh, no. Oh, oh God. <laughs> no. Um, if you look below the uh, there's a there's a name tag. Yeah, but like for the audio listeners, like not everyone's going to be watching on Twitch or YouTube. That is true because it's available on many platforms. Subtle, exactly. Subtle plug Spotify, inserted Apple, here. Google. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm shot. Uh, I'm joined by Dragon Bees. This is the Auracast. Welcome to 2021. Um, it's still cold outside. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is cold outside. Um, so yeah, so yeah there'll, there'll be those tweets will be coming out. Uh, and uh, I also did announce that we will be looking to add a new team member or two. Um. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I did say that if you are interested in joining the Aura Guardians, there's not a lot you have to do other than just make yourself known to some degree, you know. Get to know people, chat, say hi, drop into people's streams, you know. 
that kind of stuff. Make some awesome content. All that kind of stuff. Just be a good person. Be who you are anyway. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so that's that. Um, I don't think... Did I mention anything else in there? Auracast is um, returning, which is happening. <laughs> returning soon, about an hour from now. Um, but yeah, we're back. Uh, I don't know... Like, Okay, so complete side thing. <clears throat> Auracast is back. Um, however, <laughs> I have very recently... Uh, I haven't done the first day yet, but I've got a new job as of recent... Um, so I don't know how Bees wants to do this, but there's a chance that sometimes there may be an Orcast, but I might not be here. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll replace you. It's fine. Oh, cool. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've started a new job. Um, and it's exciting. Very exciting thing. I haven't had a new job, uh, properly for many, many years. Um, especially one that isn't cleaning. Uh, or just that anyway. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, there will uh, people will know when. Well, Bees will know at least when I'm not able to do the aura cast. Yeah. And then it'll be up to him as to whether he finds a replacement or just doesn't do it. If he doesn't do it because I'm not around, blame him, not me. Whoa, so, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> now you're setting the bar high on my end. Holy shit! <laughs> if the aura cast doesn't happen, it's actually my fault, even though my co-host is, you know. Exactly. Become well, a responsible I'm gonna, I'm gonna be... human being. <laughs> exactly. What is it? What responsibilities nowadays? Um, but yeah, that's happening. Um, so there might be a chance of uh, rotating like different guests. Oh, I mean, we did that. Film we, did, we did that for a while, on and off, anyway. Um, last oh, year, yeah. it happened. So it's not it's not unheard of. I think I'm. Yeah. I, well, I'm I'm the only one who's been on every Auracast because I'm sad. Uh, and yeah. sad and lonely, and you know. <laughs> I've got nothing better to do with my life. <laughs> no. Um, Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, uh, the what else was going to say? Uh, well, just what we normally do before we get into all the whatever chat we end up in. What have you been playing since the last Auracast, which is two weeks ago, well, prior to Christmas, obviously. So um, the Animal Crossing New Year um, event happened. Um, brought in a new year with a load of adorable villagers. It was lovely. We mi- uh, I, I missed out on that, right? And so did uh, my friend Larissa. We went back in time on New Year's Day just to do it on stream. You know on your New Year's Eve bringing in a New Year Day stream? I'm supposed to do Animal Crossing then. I, I was going to, and like Animal Crossing is something I typically play with Larissa. And Larissa mm-hmm. was working New Year's Eve and didn't start her stream until like late for them so we would we wanted to do phasmo um because i'm still obsessed and um and that was interesting oh my god the ghosts were in full force uh on new year's <laughs> eve um but yeah so it, we, we, we didn't end up doing it but we we, we we time skipped but it wasn't really because we went back in time not forward <laughs> um okay yeah it's well. not really skipping <laughs> You, you you don't go backwards, and if you skip backwards, you're gonna fall on your butt. But anyway, you could go backwards and edit something to change the future. Uh, that's also true. You're never late, Alex. Welcome. We've just started. We've just Alex, started. You're good. All you've missed is us making an absolute mess of the intro, as per usual. Exactly. Um, um camera being very overexposed. Yes. Um, I over. But apart from that, uh, as of today, I've started playing Hades finally. 
Yeah, you were saying that. You were playing it while we were setting up for AuraCast. <laughs> My god. The game's very fun. Um, it's basically... It's 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 a rogue. I, I don't know what the difference between rogue light and rogue like are. I don't know what the specific differences are in those two terms, but it's basically Binding of Isaac, but Throne mythology. Which, yes, for me. Right. Um, you, you, for those that somehow don't know, you play as Hades' son trying to escape hell. So yeah, <laughs> and Hades is trying to stop you, but you're getting help from the gods on Olympus. Nothing else really can be said because that's all that really is to it. A lot of it is procedurally generated every time you play. Okay. And it's very, very interesting and very fun. Um, yes, Alex knows. Um, Hades is really fun. I was surprised it took me this long to play it, but very good game. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I think it's a, yeah, I don't know if there is a difference. I think it's just a misinterpretation most of the time. I, I thought it was a difference. You know what? Hold on. You, you speak for a bit. I'm going to look this up because I'm sure there was a difference. Well, sure. while, we're, while you're looking it up, uh, I've been busy with a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, not necessarily AG, just my stuff in general. Um, I've, had the, I've had shiny luck like no tomorrow the last seven days. I've had like six shinies in the last seven days in Pokemon, and that makes me happy. Um... Except I got another shiny evolution, which I really didn't need in my life. But you know, it's given me an opportunity to shove it at somebody else, and they can deal with it. Um, <laughs> so there's that. I've been playing a lot of Phasmo, uh, as I've said. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's been it's been good. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, getting some new content soon, some new maps and stuff. Lots of rumors. I have found the difference. What is the difference? Roguelites are typically designed around random or procedurally generated spaces with the same concept of hardcore or semi-hardcore difficulty, but the focus of playing them is reaching the end and not on the run itself. Unlike roguelikes, roguelites have a heavy focus on persistence and carry over between runs. So knowing that, Hades technically is a roguelite game because there is progression. Ah. Whereas Finding of Isaac is a roguelike Right. Because buying the device doesn't make progress, it's just more the same over and over again. Right. Well, the more you know. There you go. We've learned something new. Yeah. 2021 yeah. education. Uh <laughs> yeah, <let's forget> <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so now I've been doing Phasmo. Uh a little bit of Animal Crossing. Uh streamed some Minecraft today, which was really good. Ooh. Sorry to interrupt. Uh oh. It's just what Space Station show um, happened a few days ago uh, to bring in the new year for Japan. Um, and with that, there is a gift Pikachu that you can get in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Um, this is the first time in Sword and Shield that an event Pokemon has the move Celebrate, um, which to my knowledge does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it also has Wish as well, uh, and it's holding a Comet Shard. So... And I think the OT will say ISS, if I'm not mistaken. Ah. But the, it's not a password thing. You just go into Mystery Gift on the internet, well, via internet, and then you'll get it. It's up until January the 15th. Right. Um, to my knowledge, you can't get it shiny, but I might be wrong. But I don't think you can. But yeah, the Inter Space Station show had a small Pokemon segment though, through augmented reality. Um, it showed Rayquaza flying through space. 
And then as a Japanese astronaut was speaking from the ISS, uh, there was a Pikachu floating around. Um, <laughs> and then they told us about the Pikachu that you could redeem up until the 15th. So if you haven't got that already. Well. Actually, get it. Because level 21, I think. This is going to help me smoothly segue into my conversation. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, this is the thing that beforehand I asked Bees what he, topic he has in mind, and he wouldn't tell me. So, so yeah, it's a broad topic, but this really sparked me off uh, because I I had a massive meltdown uh, on stream when that was happening. Not in a bad way. Like I was I was being toxic for the sake of just the hilarity, as opposed to actually being toxic it was more or less right. it was more or less mocking that culture if you want to call it that so here's mm -hmm. my issue right and it's something that i would love to see die in a fire sometime this year right there are too many uh people who get the tiniest bit of information and it has to be oh my god it's going to be a massive announcement and this was one of those cases Everyone was waiting for this to be, oh my god, we're getting Gen 4 remakes, or oh my god, we're getting a new game. Or And it's like, firstly, this wasn't an official Pokemon uh, or Nintendo thing. It was a collaboration with the International Space Station. And secondly, the number of times Nintendo downplayed it, saying it's just a little thing that we were able to participate in. And yet the outrage, once the segment had aired, was palpable people were ranting and raving and going on and it's like wait what is going on i it, i don't understand like i even tweeted about it because i saw a lot of people um and you know what you know who's to fucking blame the the people to blame are a lot of these poker tubers nowadays i don't care like right a lot of people that people like watching nowadays, um, for good reason, they're entertaining in their own purpose. Ninety percent of them, even the popular pokey ones, tubers. Yeah, they're not pokey tubers. They're not, they're not militant Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> pokey tubers, Pokemon YouTubers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> but a lot of these popular ones, I'm not going to name drop because this is. A podcast with the team yeah. like on it. If it was my own stream, I would name drop. Yeah. But um, just keep it professional. I won't. But a lot of them, even the popular ones, spread misinformation under the false pretense of rumors. The issue with that is when someone in that position that a lot of people look up to say something like that, it creates this bandwagon and it creates a push of okay, this is what we want. This is what we need. Um, when it's not what you need, it's not up to you. They haven't said or announced anything anyway. If anything was to be announced, great, but it wasn't. They didn't promise anything. The only thing they promised was a little Pikachu teaser on what on the Pokemon Japanese twi uh, Twitter account uh, prior to it. They they had always said leading up to it that it was a number of companies were getting involved with the the yes. International Space Station broadcasting the first sunrise of 2021 and basically it was an opportunity for pokemon to put their name with something along these lines something a little bit cool something a little bit different 
you know, Pokemon. It's no, it's no, nothing new for Pokemon to be involved with augmented reality. I mean, it's already yeah. deeply involved in Pokemon Go, and it, it's like, but the outrage was the bit that, and I know it happens. I know it happens, but it's and it's not just Pokemon. Like, let me get this was just something that triggered me immensely because i'm a huge pokemon fan and not once was i going into i mean i didn't watch it because i was streaming at the time but not once did i go in with the mentality oh my god they're going to announce a new game or oh my god they're going to announce some new say dlc for sword and shield or something massive like yeah. that i knew all along it was going to be a random appearance or a cute little clip or you know a little video or something tied to the fact that you know because it wasn't a nintendo or Pokemon Company, or Game Freak, or whatever, uh, like, broadcasted sure. thing. It was the International Space Station. So the outrage was very unwarranted from a lot of people. And I felt, you know, that, that I'm going to I'm gonna name drop one person, but not because they were misinforming. They were absolutely trying to tell people, you need to not get your hopes up, because this is not going to be a thing, was, yeah. was uh, Joe Merrick from Cerebi. He literally yes. had to tweet multiple times leading up to the thing because he was getting on all of his tweets about that coming up. Oh, do you think it's going to be Gen 4? Or do you think it's going to be this? Do you think it's going to be that? It's like, no, it's not. Get back in your box. I, I want to specify there is a difference. There's a difference between like, oh, if it was this, it'll be great. Or like, imagine if it was this, that's fine. But it's the people that are saying, how dare we not get this information? Yeah. No, that's not cool. Like, Joe from Cerebi has always pushed forward the fact that don't believe anything until you've got like a, a very trusted uh, cited news source yeah. um, and if something is marked as a rumour that is what it is, it is not true um, and the issue, like I said I'll go back to thumbnails and YouTubers and stuff even YouTube live streams of people watching alongside or videos, there have been a few that before the stream even started had the algorithm palky in the thumbnail. Yeah. No, like that's just that. No, that just spreads misinformation just from the thumbnail alone. Cause then people will see it and think, Oh, is this a gen four thing? And then that's when people get annoyed, not to excuse them, but that's when people get annoyed no. because they're under the pretense that we're going to see something because of information and misinformation spread from PokeTubers and streamers and the like. Um, those especially with bigger audiences, bigger reaches. Um, but just also just don't be that guy saying we didn't get anything, how dare they, and just like be toxic about it. Because I... Um, like I'll be the first to say I'm looking forward to something Gen Four related. Oh, absolutely! And you know, but the thing is, I knew going into that that broadcast and that that you weren't one of the people going. They're going to announce Gen Four because you're not no. you're not an idiot. Like you're just not. You you you. They they they're not going to just randomly drop something that big. They will either have a, a Pokemon Direct or something like that. It's like when Nintendo does those indie things and people get upset when they do the indie things and don't announce any like major titles and that and it's like it's an indie showcase it's not yeah. it's not first party nintendo stuff right so you exactly. shouldn't go in expecting like massive announcements and it's the so this this culture of almost bull it's entitlement and it's bullying the the yeah. the game companies you know do i excuse for example the whole cyberpunk debacle 
with the, how dodgy their game is? No. However, it got to a point that the developers were getting death threats for because they weren't yeah. releasing the game. So the pressure was on and they had to put it out and it's backfired big time. It's happened that way. Whenever a change is made in a game, you know, and they say why, there's, I mean, you're never going to please everyone, but when you get to the point that you start having to deal with um, death threats and you know, harming people's families and all that, it's not on. Like, it's yeah. not its not on at all, you know. It I, happened when the uh, lack of a national deck was announced. In oh, Sword that was huge. Uh, Masuda and a lot of the people behind um, making of Sword and Shield, uh, death threats were very prominent then. Yeah. Uh, because a certain person's Pokemon was not in the game, or the fact that we don't have them all. And I actually made a comment on this uh, a little while ago online, where I was saying it was a, a Pokemon hot takes thing. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, I'll put a couple of opinions forward. And one of them that I still stand by is I don't want a full national dex in games anymore. There's too many Pokemon. Because, yeah, and the lack of one, when Sword and Shield came out, there were more Pokemon now. Um, but, but even then, it's not the, flooded with Pokemon. I still don't feel like the game is flooded with Pokemon. That's the thing. The lack of one as well got me to use Pokemon I wouldn't normally use, which is great. But, like, just, just saying, just the threat in general, like you mentioned Cyberpunk, yes, it's important for them to know that they fucked up with the game. Yeah. They definitely fucked it up. Um, they could have done it a lot better. We don't know the situation. We don't know why they ended up launching and shipping the game in I mean it's it's been absolutely proven that they received death threats um and they were so so they were copying it because they they pushed the date a few times and I understand okay it's a little bit of a weird circumstance because they've been developing the game for a long time and everything else but you know then we've also had covid and all the rest of it so we really don't know what's happening behind the scenes and 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 you know, as much as I've bagged the game, um, and I still will continue the bag of the game because there's so much wrong with it, there is also the other side of it in which the developers were almost forced their hands to put the game out because they, they're they literally getting threatened, like, their lives are being threatened over a game. Like, let's let's let's, yeah. let's put that into perspective, you know, something... It's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Yeah, exactly. And... So at the end of the day, they've also had to think of their employees as well, you know? it's 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 a rough uh thing and it's even at the moment like in the destiny 2 community at the moment there's a there's a 50 50 split almost um maybe not quite that definitive but like i love what they've done with beyond light i love that the fact that they've hit almost like a reset with destiny and they're gonna be bringing some content in but there is the other people who like oh they vaulted all this stuff how dare you do that to us how dare you take away our content that's like well the game is getting to the point that it is that big, bloated, and just completely, like, unbalanced to the point that it needed that reset. And as much as yeah. everyone's probably lost a, a, a specific weapon or a, a game mode they would like or something, I'm sure that, you know, there's, there is there is reasoning behind it. They're not locking stuff behind a paywall either, you know, in that situation um because it, they're bringing stuff back you know it's so that you if you buy if someone bought the game and they kept all of that stuff in they'd be looking at an over 100 gigabyte download yeah with with all the stuff that comes and goes with that game um so you know it it happens and and people get so hostile but 
there's a difference between being frustrated and annoyed and you know and we all have that with certain games or delays and everything else but it's this it's this toxic mentality where you get to a point where you're threatening developers and you're petitioning this and you're doing that and it's like when new smash bros characters get announced and people lose (laughs) their mind over it and all the rest of it there's nothing wrong with going oh i don't like that character but there's no there's no like how dare you put that in here i'm going to kill you what why why it's a game guys like breathe like with the last release uh and i'll get to alex's comments that he made in chat in a moment um with the latest character release in smash bros in all fairness, the latest one wasn't that bad. Um, no. There were a lot of characters that people wanted to see, but I think um, a very few people expected Sephiroth to be added. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, almost uh, almost everyone, it seemed, from what I saw, were happy with the addition. Not so much so... Um, like They weren't happy about the fact that their character didn't get in. But Sephiroth... Sephiroth? No. Sephiroth. Sephiroth. <laughs> um, seemed to be a really nice well put addition to the game um but on the flip side of that when minecraft steve was added the hate that came from people when that happened Hmm. was it was funny to me because i don't see how people can get rolled up over a game and like what alex said get some games so toxic i could change that to most and it's true um but devs get all the attack and it's not them 99% of the time yeah um, and that's the thing is that it's at the moment like because uh, another really good example is the last of us 2 the last of us 2 was controversial to some people because of the relationships that developed in that even though it was blatantly obvious that the uh sexuality of of uh, um uh, oh my god, I'm so annoyed. Uh, Ellie. Oh god, I was going to say Abby. I'm like, no, that's the other one. Uh, uh, of Ellie was was abundantly clear. Um, but then people like uh, uh, review bombing that game and not even giving the game a go because of something so just... It's, they're like, oh, you've destroyed the foundations of this franchise. And it was just... And yeah. they, they got death threats and they got people petitioning, remake the game. Like the, the number of times that's happened. And, you know, even outside of gaming media, another really good example, and, and it's a very divisive one, is in Star Wars with The Last Jedi. That was also <laughs> a massive issue. Like, I didn't have any problems oh. with Last Jedi. Sure, was it per- a perfect movie? Probably not. But there's a difference between not liking how a story goes along and then, like, the, there was death threats. There was people uh, calling for Ryan Johnson to get uh, fired. There was people, uh, yeah. you know, uh, going to sue because they spent money on tickets and things. And it's like, what is wrong with you people, you know? Um, and, and that's that's why, unfortunately, the, the resolution to some degree was, uh, and not to bag the, the ninth movie to some degree, but a lot of what happened in Rise of Skywalker was fan service to satisfy the people who were upset about how things panned out in part eight. And then because they did that and didn't keep going on the path they chose, we've got a disconjointed mess at the moment. Yeah. So well, You're never going to be able to please everyone. Like, that is fact. But there's a way for 
not the people behind the project but, but the consumers of it to behave and just nowadays i have a theory i've just thought about it i um over the past few minutes while i've been speaking about this i've been putting together a theory in my head as to why a lot of gamers quotes and just people like that in general um like consumers of such media are like that nowadays stick with me on this one and <laughs> i want to see what people in chat think as well let's um because it's something i know a bit about uh we'll stick to gaming as uh the anecdote so to speak yeah. uh in the past you had um disc-based consoles like the playstation one um you had the gamecube you had um even go to cartridges in 64 you had the atari um and then going to playstation 2 and xbox um and when i stand by this that was the time of gaming really where you bought a game and you got the game um and obviously time change technology changes and that's fine um it's not an issue with technology it's the issue with the people you bought a game in the past you got the game you didn't have to worry about um like downloadable content or anything you didn't have to worry about buying a game and not having the full game um and even though i play free-to-play games a lot when i, when I talk about the scourge that free-to-play games have caused but now because the demand uh for dlc is so large now like addition to a game because a game it's the norm now for a game to be released with plans to add dlc in the future so games with 60 dollars, 70 dollars price tags don't seem finished yeah um add that on to the fact that the dlc when someone is able to afford it is instant um you can get films in an instant uh services through netflix and amazon prime video um you want something you bite you've got it then and there yeah because uh people of our age have started like have started to had it for ages um get used to that and people younger have, have just grown up with that as the norm that's the scarier part that last part because because they've gotten so used to if they want something they get it in an instant because everything's mm. online and internet when they have to wait for something i.e a game release film release whatever the waiting part they get frustrated they get pissed off for no reason they try and find every every bit of ammunition possible regardless of how legit it is yeah. to throw at the, the whoever's making the media because they're not able to have it instantly and that's something they don't like yeah that's why i'm a little bit terrified of the generations but um like younger than us because they've grown up with instant media at their fingertips there, there's a and there's a distinct a lack of impatient like they're they're, they're they're impatient and they don't want yeah, to wait and, for things yeah and that seems to seep away from common sense as well because if you're sort of thinking about common sense things need to be made before you have access to them yeah that is fact you can't uh, you have instant access to a film sure but the film had to be made because everyone is so used now to being able to have everything oh that's a quote on demand yeah have anyone waiting for something and the common sense of waiting and patience as you said she's gone now oh and, yeah uh, oh yeah patching as well causing extremely weird on that yeah because it's now the norm as well this way i'm gonna there are some gaming developers that also followed this it's starting to become the norm 
uh, releasing the game and it being more acceptable that it has some bugs because they can be fixed later. But in, in, on the flip side, they kind of have to because they're dealing with an on-demand audience. Yeah. So, um, I'm just reading Alice's comments. We it's also changed the business model in the gaming industry. It's kind of supporting the, the transition on purpose. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's on purpose. I think they're making money off of the fact that it's changed, but they've had to adapt. They've had to adapt because if they didn't adapt, they're gone. They're, they're, they're it's so weird and you know i, I go back to you know, and i know we reference pokemon a lot and and that's uh that's because it's so ingrained in both mine and cinder's gaming experiences is that with with the um pokemon has never had dlc until this gen yeah nintendo's never really embraced the idea of dlc until even sort of it, it's only been since the switch has come out and even then it's almost not at the start of that coming out it's been in the last two years uh give or take yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple of titles had like um add-on things but have normally been free updates yeah like my mind is animal crossing new leaf yes. it had the welcome amiibo update i think a year or two after the game release yes but that was free for anyone who had new leaf yeah so yeah it's such a weird thing but like you know then you got the people who were like okay they're bringing out dlc that's fine cool we'll get extra you know uh content and that but then once they played the game they're like well now we just feel like that you actually just chopped these bits out of the game and you were just trying to make money and it's like yeah in that situation no i can't see how you actually think that because the stuff that happens in crown tundra and isle of armor are not even remotely linked to the main campaign really like they yeah there's they're set afterwards like i don't understand how you've come to the conclusion that they like went you know what halfway through development we're just going to chop all this out and like it it, it doesn't it, it was planned that way um you know I, I think they ran some testing with dlc from a nintendo perspective uh, perspective especially with um Smash Bros. Smash Bros. was probably the most prominent yes. DLC uh, situation for Nintendo uh, uh, on a on a bigger scale. Um, so yeah, it 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 was a it's been but yeah, there's people who like the moment the one year anniversary thing come out with the main game and the the the, the season passes. I think they're like, oh, the, the full game's finally coming out. I'm like, I, yeah. I hate that take. I hate that take with a passion. I think that that is a stupid, stupid mindset. <laughs> um. Alex saying the main story to Sun Children is very close, and I can understand that. Um, but if you think about it, it's very similar to how, um, let's take, I don't know, uh, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, older Pokemon games, for example. Um, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, you had your story. You had a couple uh, things you could do to the side, like Pokemon contest, secret bases. But other than that, you just had the story, you went through a world, at the end, after the Pokemon League, you had a bonus thing, uh, normally competitive based. I think it was a battle, battle tower or battle frontier in Gen three. Yeah. Um, and Sword and Shield is the same. I wouldn't say Sword and Shield's closed. You have um, the curry decks. You have um, the option of clothing customization. Yeah. Uh, you have the world area, which you have access to pretty early on. Um, and it, once you complete the game, you have the battle tower, which is similar again to the battle tree in sun yep. and moon so 
the only reason I think Sun and Moon, well, not Sun and Moon, the only reason why I think people think Sword and Shield is more close, which is a very fair point. I'm not saying I did, like agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. It's a fair point to have. Um, I think it was also because a lot of people had high expectations, it being a Switch game, first Switch game in the Pokemon series. Yeah. Um, main series game anyway, I think. Um, everyone was expecting a lot more. And that's not to say that what we got is an amazing level of content, but what we got is definitely akin to what we've had previously. Yeah. As we got stuff to do in a Pokemon game, do the main story, you have something to do post-game, which is perfectly fine. That I don't have an issue with that. Um, I think another issue, like the point we just uh, spoke about briefly, was the whole DLC issue where people think, well, if you just add DLC with all this content, can you just put it onto the main game? Which, it's it's a business thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean, Alex, for sure. Like, I'm not disagreeing at all. Um, but I I just think that it's. It's not as bad as some other people might make it out to be, um, because it's it's the same principle as previous Pokemon games, just in a different way. And people didn't seem to complain when we went from Gen three to four to five, for example. So I don't know why a lot of people are complaining as much as they are now, because it's still the same. It's really bizarre, though. You sit back and you think about if we're just talking about in general about DLC and patches and things like that is that we didn't have this for previous games, as you said, when we had, like, you know, discs and cartridges and all the rest of it. It's a weird mentality now. Like, if you sit back and look at, say, the Nintendo 64 era and that, there was no DLC, there was no expansion or anything. It was a game and it came out, and it was a complete game. And very rarely did games come out with bugs, because they knew that they didn't have a second chance to put it back out in the most part, because the costs are astronomical. Whereas now it's like, all right, if there's a couple of bugs and we we discover them as they've gone out, it's a quick patch, you know, send it out, a few gigs, everyone's happy, it fixes the problems. So it's a weird mentality to think that we've gone down that path, but I guess that's technology in general. It's that on-demand mindset. It's, you know, ordering things online instead of walking into the actual store, you know. Um, I'm worried about the fact that it's setting a precedence for, like... um lack of quality test like the quality checking yes um where a game is complete and developers find a few bugs that can be quite annoying to deal with but because of some reasons that are out of their control like publisher time constraints for example or if it's just a case of they just don't want to deal with it at the time they can then think because of where we are now we can patch in that later date like the quote i hate the day one update yeah i hate the fact that there should never be a day one patch no. Um, and some of the day really... one patches are horrific. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've seen some, and some of the like bigger games have been like 30 or 40 gigs. I'm like, but that's not a patch. That's the rest of the game. What are you. <laughs> that's not a patch. <laughs> I just think the precedent set for games compared to what it used to be has gone downhill rather than intended uphill. And the annoying thing is, I don't know what can be done to fix it. Um, We're going down a slippery slope. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's hard to hit the brakes at the moment. Yeah, not saying if I knew how I'd be able to, but it's easy. It's, it's like for me as well. Me, I'm included. Easy for us to say what the issues are, but until we know how to fix it, there's nothing that can really be done. 
it is a strange dynamic, Alex, but it's until yeah, it's a, it's a it's a weird thing. Um, so yeah, that that that's just something I wanted to bring up was like just this mentality. It it's it's something that's got to stop. It really has to stop. Just toxicity in general. Just it's not it's never going to go away. No. Same with bullying, never going to go away. But we can do our best to point it out and combat it where we can. And de that's... developers need to stick to their morals, and they need to stick to yeah. their. Uh, what what made some of these developers the, the best in the world at what they do, and that is make amazing games. Stop yeah. taking shortcuts because you're getting bullied by uh, a, a. It's a loud minority, but it's a it is a minority. It's not a majority. It's a minority. Um, sure. they're, they're just very vocal. With, with four social media accounts per person. Per exactly. Um, um, the gaming. I am gonna move on to something more lighthearted. Yes. Um, there was a post I saw um, that was posted yesterday um, about um, upcoming anniversaries for certain game series. I've just opened it. I'm looking at it. There are some crazy what, things on this list. <laughs> what I'm going to do, what I think might be fun, um, we can we spend more time on some than others. But I think we go through each individual one, say the anniversary, and say maybe what we can maybe expect if we know about the series. Yeah. Or what we would like from the series. Yep. So start with the big one. Pokemon, twenty-fifth year anniversary this year. It's all it came out in nineteen ninety-five. Oh my god, that makes me feel old because I've <laughs> I, I've played it I played it from when it first launched as a game, so I feel really, really old right now. <laughs> Twenty five not not when they came out obviously because I was too young, but I was born in ninety six. I, I did play I played Pokemon Yellow version uh, and Pokemon Blue version at, when they first launched, and I was wow. seven. Pokemon Blue was my first game. Um, but yeah, Pokemon 25 years. We know there are certain games coming up. Oh, absolutely. They've already targeted things like Snap, uh, which is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, we're also expecting probably Unite at some stage. Hopefully. Um we probably will get some of those other weird things that have been milling around in the background, like Pokemon Sleep and all those kind of strange games and that. But, like, I think... Um, as much as I'd love that, uh, Alex, they haven't... Nintendo, there's been rumours of a, a, a Switch Pro, uh, which would be uh, VR-friendly. Uh, um, Pokemon Snap would be an amazing experience for that, but I don't think we're there yet. Uh, yeah, I don't think that Switch will be able to handle that. Um, like, not well, in its current state, no. Um, um, I'm going to tie this in. There's Later on this list, we do have uh, the Japanese 15-year anniversary for Diamond and Pearl. The reason I point that out is, as much as I make a joke about it, um, in all seriousness, it could be a legit thing that happens this year. Whether, even if it's not a game, some sort of celebration. I because... think we'll get something Gen 4 related this year. Yeah. I'd be very shocked if they didn't. Um, it, it's a it's a it's a perfect promotional time. Last year there was a post uh, end of so we'd say last year now about twenty twenty, but end of last year um, there was a post about these two statues being put in a Japanese shopping mall area, um, one of Palkia and one of Dialga, with no explanation. <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. I don't think they've been explained. 
Well, it's all right. Pokemon are the ones putting those monoliths everywhere, I'm sure of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, I forget how Nintendo de um, device-focused Pokemon is. Well, that's what... Okay, side note. This is why Nintendo makes so much money. They have many exclusives. They have a monopoly on games that they... Yeah. People know that they're... Nintendo know that they're popular games, and the consumers know they can only play them if they get a Nintendo device. This is why I always say when people say, Pokemon should come to different devices, I always say it's never going to happen. Oh, no, because they, 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 it's a moneymaker. It's a moneymaker for them. Why do you think that... The moment that happens, Nintendo loses a lot of money. Why do you think... Why do you think Nintendo have the market on handheld gaming? Exactly. My God. PlayStation have tried to counter that with the Vita, with the PSP. Thank you for the host, Pineapple. Um, and it's not been able to compete, you know. Um, Pokemon is the driving point on those consoles a lot of the time. Um, well, as games, Mario Kart specifically. Yeah. Uh, and the Zelda games. Yes. Um, you know, the the, the the big franchises, the big three franchises, and this is without even going into the side, you know, ones, is Mario, Zelda, and Pokemon. They're their cash yes. cows. They're not going to get, they're not going to sell them. They're not going to, they're not going to put them on Xbox or PlayStation. It's not going to happen. Um, if we got Pokemon games called Monolith and Obelisk, I think that would be great names, personally. <laughs> um, uh, could you imagine if Sony got a hold of Pokemon? Oh God! No, no, no. It doesn't no. need it though. I think the thing, the thing that uh, people forget is that Nintendo, as much as they have had missteps with maybe some console stuff and that, they they've they've got the market on it. They're never going to share it. Yeah, they're they're not going to. And I don't even know if I'd want it on 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 Sony, and I think it would lose its appeal. Yeah, I like. If I, if Pokemon came to consoles like other consoles or God forbid PC, like I I feel like I I wouldn't lose interest, but the magic of it would the the, the, the Nintendo charm would be gone. Um. But anyway, Pokemon twenty five years. Uh, Japan released the Diamond Pearl fifteen years. Something's gotta happen, surely. I I suspect something Gen four. I don't know if it's going to be the Gen 4 remakes that everyone's clamoring for, or if it's going to be something else, but it, it, it'll be something big. They they did stuff, they did some big stuff for, for the 20th anniversary. I suspect it's going to be the same for the 25th. They've got the 25 logo to work with. Yeah. What happens. Um, the next one, a series I don't have really any experience with, I don't know about you, Dragon Quest. I 25... Also. I don't think there'll be an awful lot of uh, massive celebration for Dragon Quest. Maybe they'll bring out some sort of compilation in that, but Dragon Quest has had a lot come out over the last 10 years, remakes and things on the new consoles and that, so I don't think it's going to... My theory, crossovers. I don't know what games they'd cross over with, but I think that's a great crossover opportunity mm. for Dragon Quest. But yeah. Personally, I don't know. Maybe Dragon Quest Zelda, like... um in like a Dragon Quest game, Zelda outfit or something. Or yeah, I, I don't think we'll get anything particularly, you know, massive or anything. Um, talking of which, Zelda, 35 years this year. Okay. There is something I absolutely want and has been rumoured. And I, I, if it is, I will lose my mind. And... Go ahead. 
if they release a HD version of Skyward Sword, I will lose my shit. I did not expect to say Skyward Sword. <laughs> I just think a re like a HD version of a Zelda game on Switch, like an older one, that's um not like not in the main style like Link's Awakening was, as much a good game that was. Um I haven't played it, but it looks good. I'm on about like the original game's HD version, like what happened with uh Wind Waker. And like what they did um, with Ocarina, turning it 3D on the 3DS. Yes. Um, if we got like a Majora's Mask HD on Switch, or like you say, Skyward Sword. The reason why the reason why I'm the reason why I'm saying Skyward Sword is that Skyward Sword came in and was one of the last games that came out on the Wii uh, that was first party. Um, it was one of the few games that accurately uh, utilized one-to-one -one motion using the Wiimotes and that, and it, it really showcased how uh, good that could be if it was utilized properly. Um, but the letdown with uh, Skyward Sword is the art style is gorgeous, but I, it would have looked so much better if it was HD. And I think that would be a massive selling point. Um, people, Skyward Sword was a bit divisive. Um, I don't know why, um, personally. Uh, it is a long a game. Skyward Sword was, as um, a game, control-wise, just didn't feel right. I never played it, so I can't comment. But the argument is, the game isn't as fun. Um, it just feels wrong, and the controls weren't great. I, I so I can't see that, but you also had the option to not use one-to-one -one controls as well. So yeah, you, you could use you could plug a controller into the bottom of your Wii mote from memory. Oh, okay. Um, huh. it wasn't well known as far as I, I could be completely wrong. I could be thinking of a different game, but it it, it the one-to-one -one worked, and if it didn't work for you, you weren't actually doing it right. Like it, I, I. Yeah. A small side story, when um, Skyward Sword first came out or was announced, uh, Nintendo did a series of things in Australia and was going to shopping malls and it was called the Nintendo Connection Tour and they were showcasing off what was coming out um, and people could interact and they had like Mario Kart and, and all the games that were coming out on the 3DS and, and, the, and the Wii. Um, and I was, I was the first person in South Australia to play Skyward Sword. Oh wow! I got. To, I, I was the first. <laughs> I was the first one to get up on stage and actually play it, and I did the first boss battle, and it was incredible. It was an incredible experience, and it played well. And that was even before the game had been launched, uh, and that carried through to the game. But yeah, uh, there's photos of it somewhere. I don't know where they are, but um, yeah, it was in um, for next week's. Um, <laughs> uh, that also ties in with this is a little bit later on the list, but I'll say it now: the Nintendo Wii in the US, fifteen years. I don't think we'll get anything. Well, I'm just thinking, uh, like, with the Skyward Sword. Oh, yeah. It, that's a possibility. Um, <laughs> Skyrim, 10 years. Uh, we're going to get it on... We, we're going to get it on a fridge or something. Play it on your microphone. I was going to say, like, it's it's going to be... Uh, what did you say that? Someone did a... They got it working on, a, on an Alexa. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so it's so, so like Alexa plays for playing Skyrim. Skyrim. Skyrim's never gonna die. No, they just keep re-releasing this game. It just keeps coming out and it keeps coming out and keeps coming out. I think Skyrim was our generation's like I said. I don't know. We also had the game, but 
our generation's golden eye in the sense of it's always going to be remembered. Yeah. It's always going to be after. It's always going to be played. I, I, like, no doubt about it. I don't think we're going to get anything um, special. Oh, we'll get a special no. edition or something or some stupid thing that will be the, the, the super mega ultra special deluxe version of the game in which you can play it on your fridge and the ice cubes come out the shape of the logo. You know, like, I, I don't know. Dragon. Um, yeah, I don't know. Metroid, we, 35 years. We are going to get something Metroid. Um, and you know what? It's about time. A lot of people want a Metroid game. They were teasing the Metroid Prime trilogy was going to come to Switch at some point. So whether or not that actually gets come out before Metroid Prime 4 comes out, yeah, that would make sense. Um, Devil May Cry twenty years. We get a new DMC game anyway. Yeah, yeah, but recently in the last year or two. I thought I thought it hasn't come out yet, or it has oh, come out. it's been announced or something. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't keep up with that series. Um, Sonic thirty years. We're gonna get breakfast. We're gonna get breakfast cereal, but it's gonna be golden rings. Oh man, Sonic. Is Sonic Sega is pretty weird. Okay, I I don't like current uh their current games, but they had a golden age, and that was the original Sonic games. Sonic Mania is also apparently really good. Um, because that was like a fan-driven project originally, if I remember correctly. Yeah, possibly, yeah. Um, but Sonic Mania looks really good, and everyone loved it. Sonic Forces. Seem to be a Skyward Sword of Sonic. <laughs> um, some people loved it, some people hated it. Um, but Sonic Mania, maybe it had um, DLC last year. Now I think. I think what we'll, uh, I think what we end up getting possibly is and 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 if if anything, maybe Nintendo might because they've got a good working relationship, which is really odd because those yeah. those two companies were trying to kill each other back when the the NES and the SNES were a thing. Um, oh. but they've got a good working relationship because obviously, you know, you've got Sonic and, and Mario at the Olympic Games or whatever on those games. I Maybe on the virtual console side of things, we might get a, a, a release of the first three games. They are already available on the Switch store. They are available on the Switch store? Yes. Okay, well then we won't get them. Um, my thinking, and I know that Mario Kart will probably trounce it, but I really like the Sonic All-Stars racing games. I want a new All Stars racing game. Oh god! Because <laughs> they're actually they're, they're fun. They're good. You got a better chance of Sonic being added to Mario Kart. <laughs> I mean, Sonic was added to Smash, so we never know. Well, you don't know. Uh, yeah. We we always talked about the Wii. Halo twenty years. That, that Halo's always gonna get. Yeah, but I mean that's 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 straightforward anyway because the next Halo game is imminent anyway. Yeah. Um, this week it has a logo for Street Fighter Two, but. 30 years. I don't think we'll get anything for that either. Unless it's like um like an arcade re-release of the original. Maybe. I don't know if that's already available. No, because didn't Capcom uh, announce like an arcade collection for Switch? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. So it's probably just, yeah, lumbered in with that somewhere. I'm looking forward to that collection, side note. It looks really good. And I love like old school games like that. So that's going to be something I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get. This is a big one too coming up. Donkey Kong for 40 years. 40 Kong. years. 
40 years. Holy shit. I can't believe it's new 40 game. years. Um, no, I don't think so. They haven't made a new Donkey Kong. Oh, they did make a new Donkey Kong game in the Wii U, uh, Tropical Freeze, I think it was called. Oh, yeah, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Or yeah. something like that. And, um, Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, and 3 have already come to the virtual console. Maybe we'll, oh, maybe, maybe we'll get the Bongo game back. I want Donkey Kong back. Um, I want it back. Well, so the next one's also interesting because Crash has already had things come out. I can't see that. Yeah. I don't think Crash is going to get anything. 25 years for Crash, for those interested. And yeah, we already had the Insane Trilogy. I don't know what they can do. And we've had a new game. Exactly, yeah. yeah. There's not a lot they can do, really, I suppose. The only... Ironically, it's about time they did. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Kid, Kid Icarus, 35 years. Oh my god, that's so old. There's only two games. There's only two games in that whole entire series. There's one that came out on the NES, and then there's Kid Icarus uh, Uprising that came out on the 3DS. Yeah, but funny enough, like the main character's in Smash. So. Yeah. Oh, people love Pit. People love Pit. Well, Pit and Palantina are in there. Oh yeah, good point, yeah. So, um, uh, maybe, maybe we'll get a re-release of the original game. I don't, it might Honestly, it, it might already be on the virtual console thing or the Switch store. Uh, but I don't know. I would never clue. I don't think it is. Not to my knowledge. Um, I'll have to check the NES collection, whatever console it was so on. So tell us about the next one. Oh, fuck off. Right. <laughs> right. right. Overwatch is five years anniversary. I know we're getting an Overwatch 2. I know that's happening. Uh, Kid Icarus 2.5, maybe. Um... Overwatch is getting a second game. From what I understand, it's a PvE game, co-op. Um, I'm not too sure exactly how it's going to work, but Overwatch 1 is still going to be supported as the um, 5v5 or 6v6 game it already is. Yeah. Um, that's still going to be supported. And the engine that Overwatch 2 uses, Overwatch either now is using will end up being upgraded to. Right. Um. So I know they're going to be on the same engine. So I don't know how that's going to work. Here's the thing. I still stand by like the world, the lore, the characters, the game itself of Overwatch. I do still like. The community is one of the worst things I've ever interacted with. Yeah. That's why I don't play it anymore. But I want Overwatch 2 to prove me wrong and be a good game. I really do. Because I might play it. But I'm not going to rush. Yeah. Nah. I don't know if you've got any interest. No. Nah. But. <laughs> I, I'm not a PvP person at all. <laughs> um, the next one. I, I, I've never played these games. But I know someone I've met on Who loves these games. Yeah. Golden Sun. 20 years. Now. From what I know. It's like a. It's one of these. Uh, top down RPGs. Similar to like the old Final Fantasies or yeah. like Dragon Quest. Um, maybe uh, maybe a remaster or a remake of some sort. Maybe I think a lot of these things lend themselves to remasters of the original games, especially when you're talking games yeah. that have been twenty years plus. Um, Arkham City's an interesting addition here. Yeah, Batman Arkham City, ten years. Also, fuck, we're old. Um, <laughs> I, it would it would look. Good as uh, it, it being remastered. I never had an interest in 
the, the like the Batman game. The best, Batman the best one still, in my opinion, is um, Arkham Asylum. Mm. It's still still the best out of the the whole trilogy. Uh, Danny says we already know what we can get for. Them. Oh, Gotham. Gotham. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's Batman in it. Yeah. Like, um, like I would say remaster, not much else. Honestly, yeah. Um, apart from the next one, right? I'm gonna be excited. Uh, real quick, next one for the US, um, Australia, I assume, and Europe. How dare you, sir? Years... AU is Australia, bitch. <laughs> Fifteen years, Kingdom Hearts. Now, I know, we know there's a new Kingdom Hearts game in the works. I want Kingdom Hearts four. So bad. Last year now, again, last year I was introduced to the Kai H series. Late bloomer with the Kai H games. But the Kai H games, I love for the most part. A couple of them, but yeah, the Kai H series is amazing. Um, I still need to complete my idea memory. I might do that today. But I don't want to load up my switches there. But Kai H4 has a good opportunity of not just being a new main series game. Uh, a smell of beer and Rex game, exactly. Oh my god. Um, but a new character game, whether main series or not, can be on the Switch because Melody and Memory, I feel, was a tester to see how well received a KH game would be on the system. And Melody and Memory was very popular. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, I think whatever game we get next in KH is also going to be on the Switch, and that's exciting to me. I want a cage for so bad. <laughs> I can't wait. I love the series. Uh, again, it's thanks to Riley for introducing me to it. But yeah, it's such such a good series. And literally, Virum Rex game. Hopefully, but we'll see. Um, have you ever played any of the cage games? No. Oh, you should treat yourself. No. Apart, they're from- not my kind. Okay. They're not my kind of games, though. Like I've watched, I've watched people play loads of them, and that's honestly. I didn't- be my kind of game either um, but because my friend larissa plays them ridiculous amounts as does Corey. oh hello Ryan. i didn't know you were awake uh like to be on ps good morning <laughs> <laughs> um i mean it'll, yeah it'll definitely be on those i just think it has a good chance of being on the switch as well and yeah i was gonna say um, new pro beast is another one i know plenty of people i just it's not my kind of game i i, I know there's many games I, I yeah I just know that it's not. Thank you for the follow, Big Reg. I think that's what that says. Big Greg. Was well it Big Greg? Um, <laughs> Is it Big Greg? Oh, bees. Well, Big Reg. I thought it was big with a double G. Okay, all right. I I was looking at the tiny little alert on my screen. It is Big Reg. I did. <laughs> you almost got it. Oh man! But welcome, big. Now uh, my camera's uh, frozen. Is it? Oh yeah. Everything's going wrong. All right, well, we'll keep talking while I fix things. <laughs> cool. Um, but anyway, the next game, uh, Resident Evil Twenty Five Years. Yes. Um. So the Resident Evil games. That's an interesting one as well, because the Resident Evil games um, have already been being reworked and remastered and, 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 and things like that. So it's, 
I don't know if we're necessarily going to get a... Uh... Yeah, my camera's just completely stopped working. That's nice. And your mouse was on my face for a moment. Oh, yeah, that's, um, that's all right. We'll just do that. No. <laughs> I'll just keep speaking anyway. Yeah. Um, we're, getting, we're getting Village this year. Yes. Village, I think, is going to be their way to celebrate the uh, the anniversary. Um, For sure. You know, the the remasters of these games have been incredible, um, I must say. Oh, there I am. Yep. Hello. Oh, I'm over. I'm overexposed again. Lovely. Um, Philo, will you stop licking my knee? What are you doing? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Resident Evil 8 Village, I think, is going to be the game of the 25 years. I think it's going to be advertisers like on the 25th year of Resident Evil, Resident Evil Village type thing. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. I don't know if I'm going to rush to play it. I will, because I absolutely, if, it, if it's, it, as far as I know, it's been run in a very similar style to Resident Evil 7, and I loved Biohazard. 7 was very good, but Resident Evil's a weird series for me. Because we've like, had, what, have... what have we had remade? We've had two, we've had three. One, two, and three remade, right? Did they do one? No, no, they've done a Resident Evil Zero, didn't they? Oh, I can't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble. I did, two and three are definites because I've played two. I played, I played yes. two. Two's great. Um, but yeah, I don't like. I have to sit down and play through a Resident Evil game without being interrupted by any of the games. Yeah. And with the, with how this year's looking to be, that's not going to be possible because <laughs> there's a lot of interesting games coming out. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Um. Now, this is an interesting one, because this thing died last year. Three, Nintendo 3DS no, for 10 years. We won't get anything, and the reason being is they won't want it to confuse people when it's just died. Exactly. The, uh, at a push, maybe they can do uh, a DS virtual console on the Switch. They, I, I, I doubt it, though, because they, 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 people will get really angry because people still play their 3DS. People still play Game Boys when the Game Boy... Yeah, but it's 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 too fresh in their mind now. Like my 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 theory would be that they won't want to complicate it with the switch at the moment because they've yeah. literally discontinued it just in the last six months. On the flip side of that, though, I'll say this one and one later on the list because they kind of like go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. um, in the US, at least for GameCube, twenty years, and the Nintendo sixty four twenty five. I really, really, really want virtual consoles for these consoles on the Switch. I don't know how it would work because of the C-stick thing that they decided to put on the controllers, but I really hope in some way I can play Pokemon Stadium on the Switch. I like, don't think they'll go down that path. I don't think so either, but I'm hopeful. I, I think they're going to go down the path they did with the NES and SNES. I think we're going to get a mini, a mini. I think we're going to get a Mini 64. I'll also take that as long as it's got good games on it. I'll, as long as 64 has Legend of Zelda, um, Pokemon Stadium 1 and or 2, or both, um, Ridge Racer, throw Ridge Racer 64 on there, and a few other lesser known, oh, Donkey Kong, that can go on there. 
and a couple of other 64 cartridges, I'll be fine. An interesting one will be, because it would be the first time they've had the opportunity to do so, is because like when Rare Replay came out, everyone was upset because GoldenEye 64 wasn't on it, but it's not because Rare didn't want to put it on there. I'm pretty sure um, Nintendo owned the rights to that game solely. Oh, yeah. So I think that that would be a possible addition on the 64 or whatever it is, whether it's a mini or the match console. If that's the case, oh my god. <laughs> as janky as that game is now to play, because I've, I've played it in the last two years on my original 64, holy crap is that game janky to play now. <laughs> you still have 64? I do, it's in the cupboard. I, I've, I, it's, it's, I think I brought it with me here. I think I've actually got my 64 here with me. Yes, you do. Oh, I've actually got two of them. I mean, you can always send one over. No, no, because they're both limited edition Pokemon ones. <sighs> one's the European one with the Pikachu where you turn it on and the light, the cheek lights up. I'm going to steal one. Um, we have... New, uh, well, it says New Super Mario Bros. 15 years. 15 years? Yeah. Wow. I still got new in the title. Um... Uh, we already had... We get a lot of Mario games. We had the well, we've just, all I was going to say, we've, we've literally just celebrated the 35th anniversary or whatever of Mario this year, so there's not going to be yeah. something massive, I don't think. Um, we've always been about Donald Pearl. Um, Super Smash Bros. Uh, 20 years. Nothing. I mean, here's the thing. The problem is that they literally... The, the game... Okay, the current game has every character that's ever been released, including the ones from Melee, and it's also got all the worlds from all of these games as well. So what yeah. else can you do to celebrate the game? I don't know. Except mention um, it. Like It's like, oh, it's the anniversary. We'll have a sale. I don't know. Um, I'm just thinking, like... Originally, fun fact... We only meant to get one fight as part for that game. Yeah, and we got two. Yes. <laughs> as well as Piranha Plant, but we don't talk about him. Um, hey, 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 hey. He's okay. He's okay, all right? He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have been a fighter, but he's okay, all right? He's awful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anything... I don't know what you can do with that. There's nothing but... you can do with it, because they've literally put everything from that game in the game. So what more can you do? Um, spoke about Nintendo 64... Tomb Raider, 25 years. Um, this is another interesting one because this game, these games have been remastered, reworked, remaked. We might get another Tomb Raider game. Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's it's a it, it's an interesting one. I can't see them not celebrating it in some way though. Um, it might be yeah. something simple. It might be something uh complex. I don't know. Great games, great franchise. Um, I really love the remakes or the like the re like telling of the uh, lara croft's story basically um i will always maybe they'll just show a montage of people locking the butler in the fridge in in, in, in the original game in the mansion <laughs> how many people didn't if you played that original game how many people could not you, you had to you had to you had to lure the butler into the freezer and just shut him in there all right it was tradition <laughs> alex alex saying shadow dlc for smash i'll be very happy with that because uh, that will tie with the Sonic um, anniversary. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Shadow Director Red Sakurai comes out and says, please leave me alone, and then just burns a photo of all the characters that people keep requesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I mean, Sakurai is already a hero anyway. If he does that, that'd be amazing. Um, 
but yeah, Tomb Raider, I'd be happy with like a collection. Not necessarily remade, just the old games in the collection. Oh, you want Shadow of the Tomb Raider DLC. Uh, oh, I think it's Shadow of the Sonic character. I um, don't think so. I think it's been out too long. Yeah, true. I mean, oh yeah, true. It's not the kind of game, um, if they're going to put DLC out, there'd be a, there would have been a plan in the first year to do it, I think. Mm. I like this. I think it's Shadow of the Tomb Raider that's got the uh, yeah. the survival mode. See how many days you can survive. Yeah, I, I, I say, think yeah. it is. I've done that. That's that's a lot of fun and challenging. Bears really try to kill you a lot. RuneScape, twenty years. I know nothing about RuneScape except that it keeps interrupting me during my streams when I'm playing my music. <laughs> RuneScape. Okay, so RuneScape recently. I say recently years had its graphical overhaul and basically became a new game but still the same game but looks a lot different but the classic is still playable and you can play the classic one which is still server supported on phones yeah uh, it runs really well um i don't know <laughs> i think it's it's, it's I, an ongoing thing like i don't think it's gonna it's an MMO. I'd say there's going to be some sort of like in-game event or like boss or something. Oh, probably. Um, other than that, I don't know what they could do. It's going to be some event like clothing or weapons or some shit you can buy. Absolutely. <laughs> that, no idea. The last two, I'll leave the one the bottom left to last. Um, but Persona, 25 years. I've never played a Persona game and probably never will. I... Persona 5, uh, and, and I'm only saying this from demand perspective more than anything else, I think. I think Persona 5 coming to the Switch would be a, a, a like the, would be the thing that people would get most excited about. It's been asked for. Yeah. Um, uh, personally, I would absolutely love to see uh, Persona 4 uh, come. I've actually played Persona 4. I love Persona 4. Persona 4 Golden is a great game. I don't particularly get into those kind of games. There's just something very um, endearing about Persona 4 more than any of the others. There's, like, the song that everyone knows from Persona 5 that I really like, but apart from that, it's not really something that grabs my attention. Uh, before my Steam car, I haven't decided to actually press a button yet. Um, I, rec no, I, I recommend it, Alex. I don't play those kind of games. I love Persona 4. A Persona 5 crossover game is coming to Switch. Oh, of course it is. Oh, I forgot about that. I mean, I, I, know, ne I know nothing about it, but... Um, seems a lot very, of people stream now. It seems very streamable. Yeah, Persona, but the Persona games are good stream games. Now, for the last one, do you want to feel old? Um, well, no, I don't feel old. I just don't... I'm surprised it's still relevant. I'm surprised it's held relevancy, to be honest. I'm, I'm not saying that it's not... But I, I I remember when it first came out, the, the craze of Pokemon Go and everything else, and I'm just really shocked that it's managed to maintain five years of relevancy for something like this. Yeah. Pokemon Go five years, I think. Well, they're doing their... No, they're doing... They're always doing something. So I, I, yeah. I will get something. It'll be... It'll be some community day thing where you can go and catch some sort of Pokemon shiny some variant something like that. January community day. Is, yeah, it was, um, that's not. I don't think that's going to be. Yeah. Gen six was recently added, which means it's probably going to be like either the end of this or the start of next year that Gen seven will be added. 
Um, but yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know how something like this with it because it, it, they really haven't. And you know, for anyone who likes Pokemon Go, good for you. Um, I I live with someone who loves Pokemon Go, but it's like, I just don't see what. They're just not doing anything. Yeah, this is gonna be another Pikachu with a freaking app. Um, <laughs> it, it, they're just not. There's not. There's not been anything major change-wise to this game in the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? Like little changes here and there. But when you talk about the mechanics of this game and and the development of this game, not a lot has changed in five years. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know what can happen. That's not going to be too out of too out of a uh, trend that it's not going to be popular or it's going to be an, it, done, it'll be an Eevee with a hat there you go they've done a Mr. Mime thing recently oh, that everyone hated because it was overcharged um, yeah, they added Team Rocket and they added Shadow Pokemon that's probably the biggest major mechanical change that they added mm, Consider, considering that. in five years that's the best thing that people can think of is like alright Okay. They're finally added transfer to Pokemon Home and everyone hates how it works. So. Oh, that's because you can transfer like one Pokemon every six decades, or if you pay the low, low price of $6,000, you can transfer a second. <laughs> well, it depends. Okay, so I looked it up, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, and it's not as bad as people make out to be. People are saying that it's bad because they have like loads of Chinese and legendaries transfer at once. And that's where it gets expensive. If you're transferring a legendary, it's a bit more shiny. If it's a bit more shiny legendary, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, and that's where you can only do with like one or two. But normally, like with other Pokemon, you want to transfer over. And apparently, you so if, you, if, you, if you do it, I think everyone wanted it to be that you could just sit there and in one afternoon transfer everything over yeah. and be done with it. It never was going to be that. And I, I think that, you know, um, I think if they had avoided the cost factor and it was just a timed factor, it wouldn't be so bad. But I think people are upset because it's like, well, if you really want to invest the money in it, you can transfer it over for, I think it's like, I think you get more recharges or whatever for like eight bucks or something like that. But yeah. that soon adds up if you are talking legendaries and shinies and stuff like that. So it's kind of a weird situation but if you gradually do it over time it doesn't actually run out of charge but it's a phone game and it's niantic trying yeah exactly from a business standpoint i understand completely and i don't think they're too much in the wrong i just think they've done it gone about it in a bit of a scummy way yeah and explaining it's just a bit it's 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 a mobile game it's gonna happen. It's a, mobile, it's a free. Mobile. This is what happens. How do you think they make money? They gotta make money somehow. Exactly. Um, they're, they're doing a, they're doing the the wrong way in some aspects, in my opinion. Is it but... is it is it a good business practice? Yes, because they're making the money because they know people will give in no matter how much they whinge. Is it morally good? No, it's <laughs> really not. not but they're working. They've Niantic have a chance to work with Pokemon. Yeah. They're going to make as much money out of it as possible. Same with um, Tencent with Pokemon Unite coming yeah. up. They're going to make as much money as that's possible, which does make me nervous. Minus the fact that it is Tencent working on it, the fact that another company gets to make money off of Pokemon um, branding. If they, if they, oh, this is a bit of a tangent. If Pokemon Unite does monetization like other MOBAs in the sense of 
customizables that have no impact on gameplay, that's perfectly fine. Put in as many as you want. That's not going to bother me. The moment they put anything gameplay based behind a paywall, where if people pay, they get like some sort of boost or some sort of edge, or like get to level up quicker, that's where I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. It's it all comes down to how Tencent want to play it. Are they going to play it greedy, or are they going to play it in a way that everyone benefits? Yeah, exactly. Because people will buy skins if it's in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's going to happen, and they know they can make money off that. That surely, so stick with that. It works for League of Legends really well. It works for Dota really well. It works for Smite really well. Yeah. So I don't want them to do it wrong. I'm very excited for Pokemon Unite. If they do it wrong, I'll be very, very sad. But, yeah, we shall see. Ugh. Well, that reaches the but... end of that list. <laughs> it, was a, it was a fairly decently long I list, was going to say, oh, there's a lot of anniversaries and significant anniversaries this year. But only some of them are going to be celebrated a lot, I think. And that's just because of company sizes and game audiences, I reckon. Yeah. Like, uh, Pokemon's going to be a big thing. Zelda could be a big thing, but we don't know. Um, well, we know I we know they... we know Breath of the Wild two is in development too. I hope yes. I hope they do something with N sixty four and GameCube. Yeah. Hoping, but chances are probably not. Three uh, DS is dead. No, yeah, they're not going to. That's going to c- confuse the consumer. Smash Bros. Nothing's going to happen. It's going to be mentioned, but it's not going to be. Ha- not going to happen. Uh, Dragon Quest maybe. Yeah. But again. I- some crossover thing. I think I think most of them will either be games that we already know are coming out are going to either get an announcement or a date or something or even come out and then on the other side of things you're going to have remakes and remasters and things like that or just a re-release or a port and because you're a cast I will say it give me my diamond oh my god all right um well yeah I'm gonna do my ad read uh and then I think that's about it Let's go for it. All right. So the Aura Guardians and the AuraCast are proudly partnered with Juju Energy. Juju Energy is a gaming formula. Uh, it is. I've been I've been drinking it for uh, at least six months. It's probably longer than that. I can't count. Um, <laughs> um, it's really good. Uh, it comes with a lot of flavors. Uh, contains a lot of vitamins and minerals, um, and uh, a thing called Ludamax, which is good for your eyes. Um, if you spend a lot of time in front of computers, uh, as we do as streamers, uh, and and things like that. Um, it's also uh, uh, low calorie. Um, you can have it on uh, with certain diets as well. Uh, if you're doing things like um, keto and that, it won't affect that. Um, my favorite flavor is blue raspberry which i haven't got at the moment um and uh yeah so lots of uh it doesn't you don't get the crashes as well because i i'm not a big energy drink person i drink a lot of coffee mainly but i find that when i have this i don't have that like kind of moment where you crash and you fall apart um it's uh so it's it's available uh, i think all the flavors are available at the moment they have had some stock lower than others at the moment uh covid's been a little bit of a challenge as it has for everyone uh but yes. if you want to you can go to uh jujuenergy.com uh, um you can use the code agfam for a 10 discount and we also get a bit of a commission from that as well to put back into the team um uh, team activities and stuff so yeah um so make sure you check that out um also uh 
check out our website, uh, auraguardianstv.com. It did get reworked beautifully by Riley uh, late last year. Um, and yep. there will be a lot more activity on that moving into the year now that we're going to be doing some things and that. So keep an eye on that. If you want to join the Discord, you can join the Discord. Uh, there is a link which I can put in the... Um, there we go. It's thinking. It's, it's thinking, thinking about posting. What? It's not doing it. How rude. Oh, there it goes. Oh my god, that was the slowest, like... <laughs> <laughs> I think I th I think it got stuck somewhere in 2020. <laughs> it was just trying to travel. It is Cloudbot, yeah. It has its moments. Sometimes it's really quick, and then other times it's like I'm gonna have a nap. Um, <laughs> and keep an eye on Twitter. Um, if you have missed any of this or missed previous episodes that you wish wish with if you wish if you wish if you to wish watch. Uh, you can catch them on the Aura Guardians YouTube channel, or if you want to listen to an audio version of these podcasts, they are available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, I think that pretty much covers all that. Um, as Cinder indicated, he may or may not be here each week. It just depends on his new work schedule. Schedule? Schedule? I've lost the ability to speak. Um, um, I will know, once I get into the flow of things, I will know beforehand, so Bees will know, and he'll be able to plan whatever we want to do before like in preparation so uh they're not my curtains i'm currently <laughs> that's such a weird comment to just suddenly go hey i like your curtains yep they're not my curtains i'm actually um away from home at the moment hey cinder i like your curtains <laughs> uh no there we go Danny. <laughs> oh, what a way to end off a stream no, they are nice no, curtains. I just never would have thought to to point them out randomly like that. But all right. <laughs> oh, oh, Alex never changed. Uh, um, so uh, as I said, keep your eye out on Twitter this coming week. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a daily thing or every couple of days. There will be a little uh, tweet about each member of the t of the current team and a little quote or or, or a, a th uh, yeah, quote's probably the best word about what they they want to achieve in twenty twenty one. Something you know. Uh, from what I've seen, you know, it's like follower numbers or, you know, interactions with the community or crazy stuff like I've got planned, which is just insanity. Um, so, you know, there, there, there'll be a, a reintroduction of the team. And then later this month, we probably will uh, be adding a team member or two. So we'll be keeping an eye out. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, I think that's a good wrap-up point. Uh, this has been Dragon Days. I have been Cindershaw. Thank you very much for listening and or watching. Uh, if you're listening, see the magnificent curtain. I was about to say, so we... today, today's episode of the Auracast was brought to us by Riley's Curtains. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for watching and or listening on your chosen... Um, I had a word in my head. Just platform. To... There we go. Platform. Um, <laughs> bring us diamond and pearl remakes. I said oh it again. God. Uh, we will, we will see you next week. Be safe and have a good week. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.